Would you like to be able to start conversations like a pro? Take The Sunday World, your daily dose of what's going on. Do not consume The Sunday World if you're involved in a drug cartel, you're a politician with something to hide, or you've appeared on a reality TV show and care about others' opinions. Consume The Sunday World responsibly. Always read the stories, gossip, and commentary. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Some of them certainly didn't believe he was believed he was an innocent man who was being mm. picked on. There's others, I believe, like the fact he was a gangster and mm. like being around that type of, that whiff of danger. Mm-hmm. I fully believe that. Personally, I think for Katie Taylor, I don't think for her it'll overshadow it. She's bigger than it and the goodwill that she has built up, mm. you know, nobody is, wants to sully that. I'm Nicola Talent, and you're listening to Crime World, a podcast about criminals, drugs and the sins of the underworld in Ireland and across the globe. Boxing champion Katie Taylor is building up for a homecoming event in Dublin in May in the Three Arena. But behind the scenes, characters who once surrounded and defended mob boss Daniel Kinahan are lurking. Boxing trainer Jamie Moore and others who had previous ties to MTK Boxing, which Kinahan founded, will be in the ring and ringside for the event. So has boxing washed itself clean of organised crime? Or will Taylor's big night be overshadowed by the exiled Daniel Kinahan? This is Crime World, a podcast from sundayworld.com. Huge excitement for the Katie Taylor fight. Um, and, you know, there was a little bit of kind of confusion. Was it going to happen or was it not? I thought there was a problem with security and then Conor McGregor was going to step in and pay the bill. And anyway, it's on in the three arena. It, it is. And it seems to be par for the course with these box, big boxing events that they don't ever seem to go particularly smoothly. No, boxing is peculiar because like they'll announce that something's on and yeah. then it's not on. Yeah. And then people are calling one another out. Now, it doesn't seem to be the same in the women's. No. The, the women aren't as sort of... Uh, no, but there's always, yeah, there's always a big drama surrounding it, all right, you yeah, know? Yeah, Anyway, so it looked like it wasn't going to happen, and now it is. It's happening in May. And, you know, when with that all kind of going on in the background, um, you know, and obviously the huge homecoming that it is, because Katie Taylor is absolutely loved and adored across Ireland. She's a huge national hero. But in the background, unfortunately, are still links back to Daniel Kinahan, and to, I suppose, the poison he spread on the boxing world for so long. Um, you know, for years and years and years, we in particular were writing all about his links to boxing. I think back in 2012, 
we were the first people to reveal that he'd opened a boxing club in, in Marbella when myself and McCaffrey were out and we found it and discovered them going in and out of it. Uh, we followed it all the way as it grew bigger, um, you know, as it, as MGM was sold, we were told, and became MTK. And as Daniel Kinahan claimed, he had nothing to do with it. And then as it emerged, that he certainly did have something to do with it and that he, he then spoke himself about his links to Tyson Fury and the fact that he had been working as a, a fixer in the background. Yeah, I mean, the first thing you'd have to say is uh, Katie Taylor absolutely had no links and in, in mm. quite an admirable way. And kept um, well away from all of that. well away from them when uh, one can only presume that there were there were so much money swirling around <clears throat> MTK that she would have been a prize, a big prize for them. And she kept absolutely clear of them um, when they were signing up every Irish boxer mm-hmm. who, who, who ever stepped in a ring, it seemed at times. She kept totally away from them. However, she this is the first big event really since the Regency to be held in Ireland, a, a boxing event to yeah. be held in Ireland. And while she's on the card and she's the star and that's what people are going to see, she obviously has to fight somebody and then there's an undercard. And it's between those two things... Um, that that we see the the Kinahan name pop up again. Um, this Significant week links, really. I mean, it's not it's not subtle. No, like you know, let's be honest about it. And sorry, I wanted to say to you by the way, Katie Taylor was one of the people brought out to MGM in Marbella by her father, Pete yeah. Taylor, when he was still training her. But it was at some point she was brought out there because I remember they posted photographs on their Facebook site at the time, welcoming Katie and her father out. You trained, you know, they were courting celebrity yeah. all the time out yeah. in Spain in that yeah. gym. And loads of people, loads of sports stars went without having a clue. Yeah, of course, it wasn't known. Were. Yeah, it wasn't because known. Matthew Macklin was the front man, yeah. you know what I mean? So but so, yeah, she did. And her, her father would go on to train um MTK boxers and MTK obviously was the company founded by Daniel Kinahan uh, became a big global phenomenon and shut down just in or certainly closed its 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 yeah, offices in, in Dubai in the aftermath of the sanctions. Mm. Um, but you so see that's the background. But Chantel Cameron, who's going to be Katie Taylor's opponent, was an MTK signing, and her coach is Jamie Moore. Yeah, I mean it's 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 yeah. So not I mean, subtle. No, it's not subtle. And um, Jamie Moore was actually asked about Daniel Kinahan this week at a at a press conference uh, by a, a reporter from the Irish Daily Star, I believe. And Moore said, when he was asked, he said, "We are not here to talk about that." Daniel Kinahan, he's referring to. We are here to talk about the fight. Mm-hmm. But of course, Jamie Moore um, only. A couple of months ago, we were hearing all about Jamie Moore in the special criminal court uh, where, where we both sat. Um, Jamie Moore was shot. Jamie Moore is no involvement in crime, but he was a talented boxer who became a coach uh, primarily. Um, he was, at the time, I think it was 2015. He was 14, I think. 14. He was staying in Daniel. 2014. Yeah. yeah. So he was, at the time, staying in Daniel Kenahan's villa. Uh, villa in, in, in the Costa del Sol. Um, he was returning back to the villa after a night out when a, a, a gunman jumped out and shot at him. Uh, 
you know, really dangerously nearly killing him. And we heard in the special criminal court how that was a seminal moment in the in the Hutch Keenan feud. And <laughs> um, the special criminal court was told that the shooter was uh, Patrick Hutch Jr. And um, he's never been convicted, obviously, of any of that. But that was given in evidence. Um, and that uh, as a result of that shooting, um, that uh, Patrick Hutch Jr. received a punishment shooting in response by agreement uh, in which Daniel Kinnahan personally shot Patrick Hutch in the leg. That was all said in the Special Criminal Court uh, as, as given as evidence. Uh, that was given as evidence by Jonathan Dowdall, who also said that the Hutch family paid €200,000 in compensation for the injuries uh, for for the shooting, basically oh, of of Jamie of Moore. Moore. I mean, what the the theory that was put forward was that that the the target of the shooting was Daniel Kinnan, but it was late at night and somebody had been mistaken. Um, so subsequently, Jamie Moore, uh, who who's well known from appearing on Sky Sports as well, he continued to be one of constantly uh, photographed with Daniel uh, on social media things like that and he, if you remember he was one of the people uh, was it Fair Media Campaign was that what it was called or, or, or Fair yeah, News Fair News or something Fair News yeah. so this is in uh, you know in the in the late part of the last decade um, this was after MGM were supposed to have yes. been sold to Sandra Vaughan yes. the fake tan yeah. tycoon from Scotland yeah. who ran it and moved it out to Dubai yeah. and she always stated that Daniel Kinahan and Matthew Macklin sold it to her outright yeah. and because media kept linking Kinahan as the founder to MTK the newly branded named company she decided that they were going to issue a kind of a blackout on any yeah, journalism a boycott, Ireland, a boycott, boycott of Irish media and Jamie Moore of course was a part of that mm. Um, so, so that was that's one link to Daniel Kinnan. And then, do you want to know why Jamie Moore was out in Spain? Did well, you know this? No. Yeah. So he was him. He was a, bo- a boxer, obviously, as was Macklin. And during the course of their careers, they apparently had this fight, which was legendary. They literally fought it out to the death. And uh, Jamie Moore was injured after it and was in hospital. And they Matthew Macklin went to see him, and they really were I suppose that's what that sport is it's a sport you know what I mean in the normal world you'd you'd think of somebody mauled you and kicked you and punched you that way that you you would be enemies but they weren't they were sportsmen and they became very firm friends after it actually and Jamie Moore went out to Spain to sort of fulfil Macklin's dream of a comeback one final show one final win because of course he was out had moved out to Marbella um, was in this very high-tech gymnasium. They were bringing over boxers who never saw the likes of it. It was like a nirvana for them. They were being put up in villas with swimming pools in Spain and they were able to train full-time, you know, which is in a costly business, really. Yeah. I- in boxing, not everybody is is able to fulfil their no, dreams I mean, of becoming a professional. Yeah, it's hard to make money. So Moore went out to train Macklin. Yeah. And I don't think he ever won that fight that he wanted to or whatever he conceded defeat and retirement in the aftermath of it but that's why he was there yeah and you know so a close friendship a close bond with Macklin obviously who was very closely friends and yeah, best des- friends with Daniel yeah, Kinnan he described that he described Daniel Matthew Macklin described Daniel Kinnan as his best friend mm. though that friendship does seem to have 
uh, not come to an end, uh, uh, certainly publicly. Well, um, I think a lot of friendships around Daniel Kinahan have come to an end since the sanctioning in particular, those who want to yeah. keep their jobs and want to be able to travel to and from the US. But um, another one of, of course, a guy that described Daniel as his, as his friend uh, would be Anthony Fitzpatrick, mm-hmm. who um, who was also... Uh, be named in connection with this this boxing night again nothing to do with Katie Taylor but to do with one of the fighters on the undercard called Gary Cully um, and Chantel Cameron he's been photographed with both of them since the, sh- the sanctions um, and just to point out that neither of those boxers Chantel Cameron or Gary Cully or indeed Jamie Moore as you've already said have anything to do with organised crime no. we're just talking about these links that sort of overshadow the sport, yeah, and of course they 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 would n- not necessarily know anything about what 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 people are up to. But Anthony uh, Fitzpatrick, um, of course, also was mentioned in court very very recently. Uh, you know, I don't think it was this year; it was last year. Um, to do uh, with another with a cab case where a mansion was seized off the uh, Jim Mansfield Jr. Um, in Coldwater Lakes in in Sagart. Um, the court was told that the beneficial owner of this house was actually Daniel Kinahan. And in the meantime, while that went through the legal system, which takes a good long number of years, as we all know, um, Anthony Fitzpatrick was living in that house um, rent free. The court was told as well. Anthony Fitzpatrick is from his own description in the affidavit, a childhood friend of Daniel. He's originally from Tala. They seem to have maybe played football together as teenagers. Um, he His name first appeared in the Sunday World in 2010 when he was arrested as part of Operation Shovel when the Spanish police picked up a lot of people uh, suspected of being linked to the criminal, the Kinahan criminal organised crime group. Um, Ultimately, he never faced any charges and uh, was never brought before a court. However, that he was, he became kind of one of the faces of MTK Global, I think mm-hmm. it's fair to say. I mean, when, when that house was raided, I think for the second time, the first time that house in Coldwater Lakes, number 10, was raided, Matthew Macklin was staying in it. Yeah. And the second time it was raided or searched, shall we say, by the Criminal Assets Bureau, Fitzpatrick was in it. And... Fitzpatrick was said at the time to be running the MTK. Was he an accountant? Is he doing the accounting? No, he, was, he seems to run the thing. He's I think he like was an a administrative. Business, well, a business manager, I think, yeah. or or something described as something like that. Yeah, certainly he doesn't have any criminal convictions of any of any note. Um, he was definitely friends. You see, the the Kinahan boys with their father lived in Tala at one point, which I hadn't realised. It was actually Anthony Fitzpatrick who when being questioned in relation to this house, uh, gave up that information. I think they obviously, while their father was in and out of prison during their younger years, he must have been out and had a home over in Tala himself and they used to stay with him or they were living with him full time and they became very close with him. And others too who followed them out to Spain and followed the father out to Spain were from that time period in his life, which we don't know much about what Christy Kinahan Sr. was doing, but... um, that's how far back they go. But yeah, and he has shown up basically been photographed with both Cully and Ka- Chantel Cameron. Of course, Gary Cully's on the undercard as well, former MTK boxer. Um, there's very little to do being made of it. Um, there seems to me to be a kind of a 
an element, I think, with the sporting media that that's all over and done with. Yeah. Um, that kind of nastiness that went on, that it's it was parked when the US sanctions came out against uh, Kinahan and he was officially, because of course there was so many denials over the years that he had anything to do with boxing, that boxing was in any way um, compromised, compromised by, by organised crime. And it was like this sort of baying mob had always come out supporting Daniel Kinahan and of course saying that he had no criminal convictions. Many of the boxers that were signed to that MTK label lined up to support and defend him yeah. over which, the years. Which they don't continue to do No, now they've been the silenced mean. somewhat. Yeah. And of course, in the aftermath of the sanctions, Tyson Fury couldn't go to the US. His brother, uh, Tommy Fury, Tommy Fury has been refused entry to the US as well. Yeah. How long that is going to continue, we don't know. Um, certainly some big sporting events are still happening out in the, U U uh, the United Arab Emirates. My own contacts, for what it's worth, uh, in the criminal underworld, tell me that Daniel Kinahan is still involved in boxing yeah. behind the scenes. I, I'm not surprised, but um, that nothing has essentially changed or will unless he's picked up. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the the, the sort of the the centre of boxing nearly is, seems to be edging towards the Middle East. A lot of the big fights are going on there. Um, the the moving away from that seems to be where the money is available to make them happen. Uh, Daniel Kinnan has never willingly moved away from boxing. No. I mean, that that is a fact. Yeah. Um, so he seems we, intent yeah. to just continue, doesn't he? And he does seem and continue to, everything, really. And of course, you see, he's had the, the he's had the people in box in the boxing world who obviously some of them certainly didn't believe he was believed he was an innocent man who was being mm. picked on. There's others, I believe, uh, like the fact he was a gangster and mm. like being around that type of that whiff of danger. Mm -hmm. I fully believe that. Um, but sure, he's just almost like a celebrity within that world, Daniel Kinahan. Like, I mean, if you talk to people who were involved in his mob, in his larger mob or were working around it, they will always say that he didn't speak to the underlings. He would never come out yeah. to places where they were. He was like one of those aloof CEOs of a company who might show up briefly at the Christmas party yeah. and then disappear yeah. away to a kind of a, a small circle, elite circle around him yeah. who would have been the guys on the top wages. And, and that's the way he has always operated. Yeah. And I mean, look, who knows what's happening over in, in those countries in terms of finances? Mm. I mean, the idea that, that they have to file... Uh, Finances and there's due diligence about what money is going where in an equivalent as they wouldn't in, in, in say in Ireland or or somewhere some other countries. It's just not going on like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, we don't know and may never know um, how it's operating over there. Uh, but the net is going to continue to close in. Mm. I think a big part of it for for Daniel Kinnan and and maybe his father is they have to uh, give give off the impression. That is business as usual. Of course, you know if yeah, they look sunk. like if they look yeah if they look weak or mm. like they're 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 doomed, then the the piranhas will will get at them. You know, but this go back to this because this is going to be a huge night in 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 Dublin in the Three Arena. It's going to be a huge national news story that yeah. Katie Taylor is coming home. She's going to be practically welcomed on an open top bus. Yeah into fight it's a fantastic moment for her in her career yeah and you know are we the only ones who think it's slightly 
well, coloured by what's still there in the background. And that I suppose none of those people in boxing have come out ever and condemned. You know, they, they said before, a lot of them, they didn't know what was going on. They do now because it's a year since the US Treasury told them exactly what was going on in the Kinahan organisation, that it was a trans-global uh, drug and weapon uh, organization that they had been responsible for murders, that they were responsible for shipping cocaine across the globe, um, you know, and, and massive money laundering. They know that now a year and nobody has come yeah. out to condemn. Would that help even? Well, I don't know. I mean, it's a regulatory problem, is it? Like, I mean, yeah. who's regulating them? That's the issue. And, you know, if you want to buy a Premier League club, and I'm far from saying that's a perfect system mm. but you have to prove you're a fit and proper person um, in order to buy one so there is a di the boxing doesn't have that and that's probably what it needs personally I think for Katie Taylor I don't think for her it'll overshadow it I think mm. the, she's the, bigger than it yeah she's bigger than it and the goodwill that she has built up it doesn't mm. you know nobody is wants to sully that mm. uh, it's just a pity that we're that we're you know Jamie Moore is doing press conferences and sort of saying as if, how dare you ask me how that? How dare you ask me, yeah. And I mean, of course, yeah. it has to be asked and yeah. it should be asked. There's an arrogance to that. Yeah. Really, there really is an arrogance to that, that that you could you could take that attitude to it, in particular in this country. Yeah. Given what happened in the aftermath of, um, you know, those incidents happening in Spain, what happened here as regards to the Kinahan and Hutch feud and the, and the strain it put on communities in Dublin, the strain it put on the policing system yeah, and, and other people who were caught up in it. And you see, I think last week, some of the figures, I don't have them to the top of my head, but the absolute uh, collapse in gangland shootings and mm. uh, that f due to the fact that the Kinahan organisation has been dismantled. I mean, it's a notable visible effect mm. that that this organization which tried to use boxing uh it, it's dismantling has made a difference and mm. um, so of course he should be asked about it he should, and it's it's not as if it's this localized feud i mean this is a worldwide global story that yeah. um you know has has gone to the level of those sanctions which doesn't happen very often no with organized crime groups it's never happened before with an irish no organized crime group I don't think it's happened before with European groups. No. And obviously we saw and we spoke about in the last couple of weeks, Eden Gassanen from the Balkans has also been added to that and has been described as a business partner of the Kinahans. Yeah, I mean, it's been reserved for our Colombian cartels and Mexican cartels yeah. up to this point. But yeah, yeah look, we're, it's we're not allowed to ask. We're just to just get over it, move on. Yeah, there's a, there's a box. There's a fight to organize here. Yeah, it's just extraordinary. Well, um, okay, well, we'll we'll keep an eye and be interesting to see. I'd love to see what that security bill is and who's picking it up and yeah. what the situation is because yeah, yeah, McGregor's always floating around a little bit, isn't he? <laughs> he He's is, always yeah, yeah. on the outskirts. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he certainly made. Oh, headlines. what I wanted to say to you was, by the way, because I, yeah. I just I realised this the other day, um, with my mastermind, your specialist okay. subject is. But you see that whole story around Stephen Gerrard and hanging out yeah. with the Burns yeah. and his daughter's going out with Lee Byrne, I think, is it? It's uh, Stephen Gerrard's daughter, who's a sort of uh, influencer. Um, yeah. She, he's gone out with Lee Byrne, who's okay. the son of Lee Byrne. Yes. And we, of course, uh, have seen pictures of mm. Stephen Gerrard with um, 
Nathan Biggie Little, Nathan. who's a, a, a he was described as a as a very a junior member of of the the Burn Organised Crime Group during a cab uh, case previously. Exactly. So that's who he is. So he's been driven around by this guy when yeah. he's in whatever, and he has been seen, photographed, and videoed with Liam Byrne himself, who is clearly has criminal convictions and has been named as one of the key. Members, really, of the Kinahan organization here in Ireland. He is, I believe, in Dubai himself now. But anyway, uh, what I wanted to say to you was, do you remember in 2016 when Liam Burns' house in Raleigh Square was raided by the Criminal Assets Bureau? And there was a load of stuff taken out of it. And some of it was eye-wateringly, like, you know, gaudy and whatever else. But one of the things was a pair of signed runners. Yeah. Stephen Gerrard runners. Yeah, he's a massive, he's a massive Liverpool fan, Liam Byrne. Uh, He's constantly being pictured at their... uh, Champions League games away games and in clearly Europe. bought these at an auction or something or was he given them I wondered Can't remember. did they know there each other a, that long I don't know there was a mm. yeah there was a signed photo and of course he 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 did re uh, relocate himself to 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 over there yeah to to that area in Liverpool so yeah Stephen Gerrard I don't know mm. yeah I don't know Anyway, you know, it, it's up to everyone themselves to whatever company they keep. But It um, is. And of course, he's not involved in crime. We have to keep saying that. And that's we continues sure to do. be true. With I Stephen should actually Gerard. just record that so as we can just keep, you know, pinging yeah. it in every fu- every few minutes. Yeah, but so he, he's not. But and he, obviously he's not. Exactly. He, but uh, we, we do say that for a reason because yeah. uh, we have to be fair yeah. and accurate yeah. in all our reporting, be it on audio or in the written word. Yeah. So. Okay, we'll we'll come back to the boxing and see if we are alone in our sort of yeah, uh, well, yeah, observations are. on that. Yeah. Thanks, Nicola. Okay, thanks, Niall. You've been listening to Crime World, a podcast from sundayworld.com, produced by Ian Mullaney and edited by me, Nicola Talent. Research assistant is Claude Amini. If you like this show and love true crime, leave us a review. Or why not download the free sundayworld.com app for lots more stories from Ireland and across the globe. Would you like to be able to start conversations like a pro? Take the Sunday World, your daily dose of what's going on. Do not consume the Sunday world if you're involved in a drug cartel, you're a politician with something to hide, or you've appeared on a reality TV show and care about others' opinions. Consume the Sunday world responsibly. Always read the stories, gossip, and commentary.